the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back at 9.09 WPTF time. Welcome back to the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with uh, the esteemed Rufus Edmonston. Actually, I've never seen, me, seen him steamed. Well, I'm going to say. You uh, have a temper, counselor? <laughs> uh, Just checking. <clears throat> I rarely get steamed. Good, good for you. Good for you. Life is too precious to fool it away, letting anger control you. That that's a that's a good thing to remember. I, I should remember that. Uh, so, uh, Pam, <laughs> Pam, Pam, you you don't have a you don't have a temper, do you? She's esteemed too. No, you might want to you might want to talk to my husband. About oh that. no! See, my wife doesn't and. You're lucky. She's. You're lucky. I'm lucky in yeah, a, yeah. a million ways. So. Uh, well, yeah. By the way, yesterday was uh, my 40th anniversary with that lovely lady. Oh, congratulations! And patience. The, the patience of that dear woman. Is there an anniversary song, Jason? Yeah. Is there anything to Happy deal with? Happy anniversary, baby. <laughs> Seems it would be. Who sang that? Got you on my mind. Yeah, you know. You, you know are. Or, you could just do. You are so beautiful by. Uh, who's that? The uh, the blind man. You are so beautiful oh, to Stevie me. Wonder. Don't you see? Oh, there's several. That wasn't Stevie Wonder, was it? Yeah, I believe it was. No, that was Je- Joe Cocker. What? Oh. <laughs> Joe Cocker is the one I remember. Uh, Jason's nodding his head. Yeah. Yes, he's yeah. the he's the musical uh, oh. person in here. <laughs> but anyway, it was. Uh, we we didn't get to go out anywhere or do anything, but we drove back from Boone and. Had some leftovers, which is good. But uh, the kind That's of That's what you that, did for your fortieth anniversary? Yeah, well, we were sort of tired. I think oh, you okay. owe her. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, of course. I mean I'm sure you have a tally sheet, don't you? Yeah. Well, we are going tonight to the, the Embers. That's true. That's yeah. true. Their, their Christmas show. Are they serving big dinner and, there? No. We're we're gonna have You're gonna have a little dinner. A little something okay. beforehand. So you had a we'll stop at Char Grill. <laughs> Well, you know, uh, she is a vegetarian. It, well, that's it, true. She it, won't be able to stop at Char Grill. It has always amazed me. You go somewhere, and, and I can order, um, uh, say, I go to Big Time and get a prime steak. You know, it's going to be up there $30, $40. And she'll order something. Got some, got a few little pieces of broccoli on it and some potatoes, this and that. Darren, it won't cost about as much. Yeah, yeah. So when, when these restaurants get a hold of a vegetarian, they love it. <laughs> They love it. Ooh. Well, can't you do something about that with all of your influence? Let her have it. She's as healthy as a bear. Well, yeah. 
No, I'm talking about uh, with the restaurateurs, not with your wife. No, they have a hard time keeping help. That's they right. Do. Yeah, They do. All right, 919-860-9783. We were out at the farmer's market yesterday, and I. speaking of eating, we had a meal. Don't get a chance very often to have breakfast at the farmer's market restaurant, but we oh, did yesterday. Boy. It was so nice. And uh, Billy, uh, how is with us? Billy, how you doing this morning, boy? Doing good. Doing good. Good. I'm glad. We, yeah, we had a wonderful time at uh, there. Got bought some collard greens and mustard greens. Not collard greens, but uh, turnip salad and mustard greens. And I could smell them cooking last night. You didn't get any kale? Nay. Nay, nay. Okay. Sure did not. But what else did we get? Uh, you got our, a biscuit, I hope. Our, oh, I'm not. Uh, yeah, but I, I was thinking about the the uh, turnip salad and stuff under the farmer's shed there. I don't think we got anything else. But uh, yeah, we got biscuits because I I usually get a the the large sausage piece of sausage on there, so I cut that up and put it in the biscuit. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's good. That's a, it's a nice treat. We don't do it very often, and I I love it. Nice atmosphere, festive, special occasion kind of thing to go to the farmer's market restaurant. Some people go all the time, but we treat it that way. Well, Billy, I drove by about 7.30. It looked to me like it was getting packed up by that time. Billy, I, there are a lot of people that like the farmer's market restaurant, right? There is a lot of people like that place. Hmm. I'll tell you what. I'd like to be eating there right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> I would do. I can I see biscuits kind of floating around the studio here. Ooh, they, just, they've got oven roasted turkey today with stuffing over there. Mm. And man, it, that's just as good as everything else they make over mm. there. Oh, boy, if I if I was gonna, I'd go back out there and and eat that if I had time. But I got to go to the. We're going to the NC State Detroit basketball game. That's a one o'clock tap off. So I've got to to move quickly and gather the herd. To get out there, including a five-year-old and a two-and-a-half-year-old. No. So everybody better watch out <laughs> mm. when we get out there. So, uh, Billy, uh, what's going on under the farmer shed this morning? It, uh, it looked pretty pretty active. It is pretty active this morning. Um, I went down there, was looking around at all the greens they have, you know, and I know that uh, – they didn't pick enough greens yesterday. They had to go pick them, pick some more yesterday evening and this morning, and they brought some more back. Fresh, fresh, fresh. yeah. Well, the ones that my wife were fixing last night sure did smell good. We kind of hold them over a couple of days. I mean, you, you can't you can't really get the most out of turnip greens and collards and and mustard greens unless they are aged a little bit in in the pot liquor. Am I right? Do I hear an amen? (laughs) Does anybody know what pot liquor is anymore? And I had a lot of meals of pot liquor and hush puppies of cornbread. Yeah, pot liquor is very important. Uh, The uh, type left over. Yeah, yeah, I have fresh, fresh fat back. It's all that green juice with those little floaty bits in it. That's right. That's right. A good Georgia girl knows that. They got pot liquor in Georgia. Yeah, we do. Uh, all those vitamins are out there waiting for mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Melissa just texted me. She said we bought strawberries. Some of these wonderful strawberries from uh, down east that are 
that are have a special technique that they use uh, under the tunnel houses. Yeah, the tunnel houses, and uh, they're always good this time of year. And cabbage, we bought some cabbage too, because I like cabbage. Yeah, call you a cabbage head like me. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> I was down there this morning talking to uh, the seller there where the strawberries come from, Whitfields. Um, I was talking to the seller this morning. They had 30 flats coming in today. Mm-mm. Better buy them up, folks. Oh, I, some of idea. those, uh, the, good the, idea. they are better than than um, a lot of the strawberries I had in the spring this year for some reason. It was surprising to me. The flavor, and I mean, you could smell them, and I, I don't know what the difference was. But uh, I, I love all of them. Yeah, I love the strawberries. Good for you, too. So we're thankful to have them this time of year. Well, you know, I I love strawberries and pound cake with whipped cream on the top. Yeah, I, I agree. Here, here. There you go. But you like peaches better, don't you? Oh, gosh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't even brought it up. You don't have any peaches out there, do you, Billy? Uh, no, we don't have any <laughs> <laughs> didn't think so we have figured out how to get them great big peach trees inside of the tunnel yet that's right well those peaches run out around the state fair time so yeah well they're long gone well you've got a lot of other things out there but uh plenty of greens and they are so healthy you've you've got uh, sweet potatoes i know that what else um, you got well we'll have like no wax rutabagas and every now and then, you know, somebody come out here and they don't understand that wax is put on those rutabagas where they'll last longer in their grocery stores. Mm-hmm. But out here, since it's fresh, it's As my uh, Uncle Russell used to say, I ain't studying no rutabagas. Hell <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I, I've never been able to warm up to one. I think it all stems, as many of my problems do, from Nashville Elementary and, that, uh, and the uh, cafeteria there. They Some stuff was... was uh, palatable and some things were not the rutabagas were right out of a can i think and it just just didn't hit the spot <laughs> one, one thing we got in there this morning we, we you know like every day we don't have them this time of year but cut flowers we have a beautiful sort of cut flowers oh that's a wonderful gift i know to take hey, i may yeah. i may go by me and my wife food okay a piece of them they're so pretty yeah that's that's a lovely thing to take you in the doghouse there billy hey well i figure it's christmas i probably didn't do a really good job because i really don't listen to that woman as much as i should yeah and christmas time when i go to christmas time i go i bet she's told me this stuff and i just don't remember what she wants <laughs> well write it down billy i bet it is you you have I a nickname have we, we we call people nicknames right here do you have a nickname of any kind uh, uh, my wife, yeah, we we call her Morticia. Well, what'd she call you? Uh, cool. I can't say that on the radio. Okay. <laughs> well, nick, nicknames for this show are, are to be determined by the panel. Anyway, they're not, it's not self-determination here. Well, did she come at you with a bunch of hypodermic needles since you call her Mortician? No, Morticia from the Adams family. Oh, I thought you said Morticia. No, no, no. Good oh, gracious, that'd be terrible. Yeah, it'd be terrible. Yeah. I probably wouldn't be living where we're long. That's right. Well, at any rate, uh, you still I saw some Christmas trees out there yesterday. We have plenty of Christmas trees, all different sizes. 
uh, feel nice and green and tender. Um, different types of reef. Uh, beautiful, beautiful stuff down there. Well, I bet you can get a discount on them at this time. Uh, David, I tell you what, the price has probably come down a little bit from what it was to start with. Yeah, I imagine those boys are about ready to get back to the mountains. Yeah, I mean, them boys come down here for that whole Christmas tree season about a month. They stay away from their family. Right. They come down here and sell trees. Yeah, God and, bless them. That, that, mm-hmm. Anything agriculture, it's it's hey, uh, that hard-working folks. Hey, well, I thought the Christmas trees, that the hard-working part was picking it, cutting those heavy trees. And when I was down there talking to them, uh, they started telling me about all the different uh, things that go on during the year with Christmas trees. That's just amazing. Oh. You know, they, they have hunt, like hunting dogs that are trained, or one of the guys did anyway, and it will go and uh, sniff out the trees, and then it'll point if there's anything in the tree. And, you know, try to make sure there ain't no snakes or no possums or Ooh. whatever in there. I was like, well, that's well, you know that's that's true. I mean, you could end up with a, like a there was a, praying mantis in y- your tree. Yeah, nest. there was a uh, couple on the national news who had, had an a owl. little owl. They found it yeah, in their Christmas tree after they decorated it. They found an owl in there. <laughs> now that might be interesting. I wouldn't want a snake in there. I know Rufus would. Uh, I tell you what, uh, you, you'd see you'd see this old boy lose some weight real quick. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd be running down Lake Wheeler Road. Ooh, man. Yeah. I'm afraid of two kinds, big ones and little ones. Yeah, me. Dead me ones and live ones. I don't like them either. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't like them. I just, uh, you know, I, I, I respect them. them. So, uh, so Billy, you got you got a uh, market shop up there that I'm afraid to go in sometimes because I want a lot of the stuff in there. Oh, this morning. <sighs> I said you were out here yesterday, and I don't know, did you visit market shop yesterday? It looked like a bunch of elves in there at that bakery. They were making pies left and right. And I, I just sat and oh. watched them. I was like, wow. Yeah. <sighs> they, they really turned up the effort. I know. And it's not just the pies, it's the, the bread. The that, bread. The, the bread. Yeah. They've got so many pies in there today. I had to go. Uh, the owner called and asked me, could I bring them an extra table up there where they could set some out in the mm. center? And, I mean, they've got it filled up with daggone pies and cakes and cinnamon rolls. And yeah. It's amazing. It is. And and there are a lot of uh, last-minute gifts, if you'd like to find some in there. Mm-hmm. You yeah, can no. certainly do it. There's something we were looking for, and, and it's such a rarity. I don't know if they had disease problems in Florida, but you can't find regular old tangerines anymore. It's uh, you know you find the little mandarin oranges and, right. and things like that, but but not the the Florida yeah. tangerines that we grew up with, and it's been several years. I think they had must have had some kind of disease or insect problem down there that that wiped out a lot of the crop. But you just don't. I know in uh, in the last couple of years, I've seen some in the wholesale area, but I don't even know if y'all have those now, Billy. Mm, I'm not for sure because you know I went down. Last week, and they did not have any in the uh, truckers wholesale. Um, and I brought back a couple of bags of those uh, clementines. Right, clementines. yeah. Well, they got those, but you know, those are. I mean, they're different. They're sweeter. Yeah, they are different. But uh, oh man, I really miss those. That was something I look forward to, and something I associated with Christmas. the Christmas season yeah. was the tangerines because they were so easy. 
And some of us are old enough to remember getting an orange in our stocking, and that yeah. was a treat. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I, I still do. I still get stuff yeah. like that, and I'd get tangerines if, if we could find them. But yeah. I'd, I'll, I'll keep trying. I'm, I'm sure those guys down in Florida are, are still trying, yeah. too. Hopefully, <clears throat> I'm going to read up a little more on that. I'm very interested in, in the tangerines. Oh. So, uh, I was, yeah. I was down there this morning looking at Joyce's. She has those baskets. And I've seen citrus in them, you know, like oranges. and. Who was that now? Uh, Joyce's Produce. Oh, yeah, yeah, Joyce's Produce. Has all the flags and uh-huh. uh, good stuff like that. And she has some of the cutest. There's a little red wagon down there with all types of stuff in the back of the yeah. wagon. Yeah, you can find so many things. The little uh, radio flyers. Tra- travel back yeah. in time going in the market shops there. And it smells good in there, too. And uh, the seafood restaurant will be open in, in addition to uh, the reg- the uh, farmer's market restaurant and the market yeah. grill, which has uh, great breakfast and lunch. Yes, they were open today. Um, and talking about open today, you know, we will close tomorrow at 3 o'clock, but we are open tomorrow. Okay. Um, close at 3 o'clock Christmas Eve. And you're closed on Christmas Day. Yeah. We're closed on Christmas Day, and at midnight, uh, we'll get uh, someone to come in, and they'll open the gate, and those 18 wheelers will start rolling back into the wholesale area. And then uh, Tuesday morning, gates will open at normal time, and this place will pack right back up again. Wow. Well, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you, Billy. Merry Christmas. You too. You have a wonderful time. We'll talk to you uh, next yeah. week or next yeah, uh, next, next time year. I see you in person. I won't know that nickname. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. We'll check on. Oh, that. All right. Well, just ask Rufus. I'll surely tell you. All, All right. right good. All right. Y'all have a merry Christmas. Y'all you come too. Okay. All right. Uh, Mark is in Clayton. Mark, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Mike. I hope you guys are doing well. Yes, sir. Fine. Thank you. How can we help so, you? Well, I, I do have a legitimate question, but a couple of quick comments. Uh, you mentioned Nashville Elementary, and uh, <laughs> as I recall, Miss Rackley was the cafeteria manager. Yeah, and she did a great job. I, there was uh, plenty of good food in there, but uh, the, the rutabagas just <laughs> just didn't sit well. There were a couple other well, things, but I'll tell you, she had the best soup on Thursdays. We had uh, vegetable soup and yep. peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh, man, I still think about those. I bet you had graham crackers with them, too. Yeah, we had graham crackers. We had graham crackers somewhere, probably, but, yeah. Well, Miss Rackley was a great lady, but she expected you to eat everything on your plate. And one day they were serving something that was the first cousin of succotash or something. Oh, Lord. And we got the bright idea to take what we didn't want to eat and stuff inside the empty chocolate milk container. And she caught on to that. And if you thought that succotash tasted bad on the plate, <laughs> succotash, yeah, that that was uh, probably probably something else. I've blocked that out of my mind. Probably the rutabagas yeah, yeah. hang in there to this day. Uh, and I see that you and Rufus were in Nash County. You made the Nashville graphic, the picture with Cliff. Yeah, I think we were. Yeah. We on the inside of the back page. <laughs> I'm surprised they put it in there anyway. They they did send a reporter over there while we and talked. Nice, uh, yeah. nice lady. Who uh, yeah. I brought uh, tip my my friend uh, friends uh, Phyllis and Ted Hardy sent me a copy, and Cliff Joyner sent me a couple of copies too. 
of it. Yeah, yeah. But that was that was nice. It's really a good pic. It's really a good photo. It, it is. It is. So I do have a, a plant question. Uh, All right, we got about a minute and a half. Okay, I'll be quick. I, over the summer, I planted something. I have the card here. Ageretum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously it's it's dead now. What should I leave it? Pull it up? Cut it back? What it, should I do with it? It depends, Mark, on what kind of ageretum it is. There is a perennial ageretum that is a North Carolina wildflower that is for sale at some of the garden centers, and it is it is lovely because it'll come back every year and it'll reseed itself all over your garden. Usually bloom about September. If it's the little short annual ageratum that is just like a little clumper and it only gets about six inches high, if it's that one, then you might as well pull it up and, and let okay. it go. And I think I have the latter. Okay. I think that's yeah. what I've got. Yeah. They and, did really well where I planted them, uh-huh. of course, the time of year they're dead. Yeah, they're great for the summer. You get great yep. color, and I love blue. I just did an article for the WPTF Weekend Gardener magazine about blue flowers, and that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Well, listen, I appreciate it. You've uh, told me what I already suspect. Mark, <laughs> have a wonderful Christmas and a happy new year, my friend. You too. Thank you guys for all you do. And Thank tell you. the Valentine boys the same thing if you see them. I'll see Steve next week up at the farm. All right. Buddy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. More of the Weekend Gardener coming up here on WPTF. For 40 years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener. And since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. Holly and the Ivy, right? Yeah. So appropriate Two things for Christmas, Christmas yes. yeah. And it's, it's wonderful to think about how these are used this time of year. And they're, they're ancient plants, and they've been enjoyed as symbols of um, eternal life and as renewal after the solstice. But because they're both evergreen in wintertime, they were thought to be magical and special. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason we still drape them in our churches and we still use them in our homes. And we can grow both of those things here in North Carolina quite well. And uh, it's a nice, nice plant to hear about. I think you've covered that in your book, Pam. Uh, uh, I I like the, you are the expert too in biblical plants. (laughs) That has always intrigued me. Well, there's a lot of um, plants that we think of as far as um, the holidays, but one of the the interesting things is is the only plants that were ma- mentioned in the Bible in the New Testament associated with with Christmas is frankincense and myrrh. And there's no other plant that's mentioned. It's just oh, frank- what exactly is myrrh? Yeah, good question. Myrrh. I think I had some for breakfast when I was yeah, <laughs> in the myrrh. Middle East. Yeah, <laughs> you might have. Um, myrrh is a an old um, medicinal herb that was used for not only um, after uh, for treatment for women after they've had a baby. It was used as as a way to help the mother heal, but more importantly, it was used in funeral preparations. So there was foreshadowing with that gift of myrrh. There was foreshadowing of Jesus's imminent death um, at crucifixion because 
when his body was wrapped with linen cloths, it was prepared with a mixture of aloe and myrrh. Mm-hmm. And so um, this is something that beautifully foreshadows, you know, what's going to happen. Right. It was a celebration of birth and also. And they used it for a lot of different things. Over yeah. They use spices for it's, a lot of yeah, things. Yeah, a lot of things, yeah. And cooking and preserving. Right. And frankincense is a lovely plant that is used uh, mainly for its fragrance when it's burned. The Catholic yeah. Church used to have large frankincense um, uh, thing. Uh, I forget what they call them, but they would wave these burning frankincense. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like cauldron type things, but it's much smaller and usually mm-hmm. made What of kind silver. of region would they grow in uh, well, in, these, in this country? Yeah, well, that's the thing is um, it would have to be somewhere that had a Mediterranean type climate. So it'd be maybe California you could mm-hmm. grow those. But you can right. buy them, and especially in um, shops that, that specialize in exotic herbs or, um, or incenses. You can Ooh, buy those there. Wow, how about that? I better, Christine will get on me. My boss will get on me if I don't. Hurry up and do this. Letters to Santa will be read tomorrow here on WPTF from 3 until 4 p.m. The listeners can go ahead. Uh, It's not too late. You can send us your letters until 8 o'clock tonight if you'd like them read. And send them uh, to WPTF News at CurtisMedia.com. And uh, notate there, Letters to Santa in the subject line. So they'll be read. Send them till 8 o'clock tonight to WPTF News at curtismedia.com, and they will be read tomorrow between 3 and 4 on WPTF. So, all right now. You're looking through through the newspaper? Well, I'm I'm looking through this. You're looking uh, through the want ads? Through the Nashville graphic. uh, (laughs) You got your picture and mine and Cliff Joyner in there. Nice picture of you two, and big old fathead Edmiston boy in there. It, you know, it really was a good picture, and somebody, I don't know if Cliff or uh, I believe maybe Ted Hardy. Yeah, Ted sent me, a childhood friend, Phil, Phyllis and Ted Hardy, sent a color uh, version of that. So the color version looks very nice. Well, you have a nice town there. And it's of a course, beautiful, uh, beautiful town. Of course, Cliff is He's a, a saint. He's a wonderful man. While we're at it, why don't we do the Cliff Joyner of the day? Yeah. If you want to lift yourself up, lift up someone else. Mm-hmm. How about that? That's wonderful. Yeah, that's right. Do something. Booker, Booker T. Washington said that. Do something good for somebody else. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. Because it, it, it does make you feel better. Yeah. It's good for your mental health. Yeah. And it doesn't have, you don't have to spend money. Just do something for somebody. All right. Pam did today. She brought in brought in donuts. I did. And yeah. I, I hope that someone will eat those up because I can't take them home. You can't take them home? No. I'm, I'm gluten intolerant. Well, she was very... Uh... Oh, yeah. Uh, Jason, Jason, Jason you can just, just, send, just send those home yeah. with him. He'll, right. uh, he'll be right. sitting here still late this Got afternoon. Name on it. He'll be able to get up. Well, I had one with... Uh, Carolina colored That's topping right. on it, which was very That's thoughtful. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. Well, you know, I didn't even see you eat that. You really just it. inhaled that, didn't you? I gobbled it. I told you. I mean, my kids and my grandkids, one for each hand. That's what you should have done because there were two in there that Carolina blue, and you should should have just done that. 
Well, I mean, if you got I'm, I'm trying to show Connor Cox moderation. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a Connor Cox quote of the day, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. At some point. Well, well, off the air, I said what he said, but I didn't say that on the air. Okay. When he was being sentenced one time. Yeah. Well, my one of my bosses said, "Don't ever do. Don't talk about stuff that you do off the air because right. you you got to share it with right. with the audience." So that's a no no. Uh, Rob from <laughs> Rob from Creedmoor, one of my favorite places in the world, is uh, with us. Rob, how are you today? I'm fine. I hope you guys are. I, I enjoy listening to you. Thank you very much. I apologize if I'm uh, my speaker on my. My uh, phone died, so I have to turn the speakerphone, and I apologize. No, no, you're clear as a bell. Okay. Um, well, uh, I'm assuming that a lot of uh, livestock producers listen to your show. I don't know. I don't know. We we, we talk about consuming uh, steak and stuff like that a lot. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, in the past uh, week, well, actually two weeks, two large uh uh, agriculture firms, processing plants, have bought insect processing plants to use insects for food protein. Mm-hmm. Did you see? I don't know if you've seen that or not. Oh, that's interesting. I've I've seen where there are even at-home kits where you can start growing your own insects to add to your to your diet if you so desire. Well, yeah. I've I've uh, probably eaten an insect or two. Uh, I know I have. I know inadvertently. I've eaten some, no, I've I've eaten when the the oh, insect bugfest. Bugfest. I they <laughs> yeah. had them over. I was at our sister station and I ate some crickets. Yeah, they were farm raised crickets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Rob, that's that's what these yeah. are. Chocolate but I would I wouldn't recommend it. Chocolate covered are the best. I haven't eaten any. It just goes to show you the Rufus dog is way ahead of its time. It is. Yeah. That's yeah, right. It that's is. right. Uh, that that is the insect free. Uh, uh, Rufus dog. <laughs> they don't like onions, but well, are you a farmer, Rob? No, no. I, I'm actually. I, I'm. Are you, I'm writing a book about uh, two brothers from state that are trying to grow giant crickets for protein. Okay. And this just happened to come along. I, I thought well, there was going to be something too far out to believe. No. But, oh. No. It's uh. It's very believable and um. I will encourage you to uh, get that book written fast because it's not science fiction anymore. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> my. Uh, what I would say is that uh, you should always read the label. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anything that you eat. It's a protein source. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about these when locusts come through? Uh, and cicadas. What? Why can't somebody scoop those things up? I imagine one uh, like could. A, like a hay baler. Yeah. Do they bale taste like chicken? Bale those boogers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, Rob. Please give our best to everybody there in Creedmoor. All right, I'll do it. Thank All right, buddy. Thank, thank you. you. Oh, insects. Eating insects. Well, it yeah. it's coming. Yeah. They do this in many parts of the world. Well, they make, uh, they make vodka to everything else, Rufus. What do you think? Well, <laughs> somebody can give it a try. And I, I, they give it a try. I'll give it a try. Insect vodka. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> uh, praying mattis. Mm. Don't want one of those in my Christmas tree. Hey, their heads turn and their <laughs> eyes. 
I think they their eyes blink too. Well, Mama eats Daddy. <laughs> that sounds. You know, that's true, Pam. The, this is true. The, yeah. the mother eats Daddy. Yes, yeah, yeah. she does. Just yeah. eats him, gobbles him up. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's supposedly Black Widow too. I guess. yeah, yeah. Mm, sounds like a trend <laughs> to me. Should we take a break? <laughs> Jason's just kind of looking at me like that, or or are you looking at the donut box? <laughs> All right, more of the weekend gardener coming up. It's nine forty six. For forty years, it was the Tar Heel Gardener, and since then, the Weekend Gardener has invited you into their backyard. A WPTF tradition since 1945. We're back on WPTF, the Weekend Gardener. Mike Rayley here, along with uh, Secretary Edmonston and uh, Miss uh, Wonderful Pam Beck, uh, author and writer, great gardener, and uh, has been on this show as a guest. Uh, your first appearance was with ann clapp i believe in the late 1980s it was actually i preceded ann um i came on oh, you with, did i came on with irv evans um oh. even before ann and okay. i brought ann with me when irv and that was downtown yeah <laughs> it was uh you know, 410 back. south salisbury street studios yeah. boy that was a long time ago that's <sighs> where i used to hook up at bart rittner Quite often. Oh. Yeah, he big, wanted, old, big he, old Studio B down there. Sure. Yeah, he wanted to talk about consumer protection. Mm-hmm. We had callers from all over the, the country. Yeah. yeah. Want to call about consumer protection. I'll tell you who was the most popular guest. Bart didn't have a lot of guests on that show, but the most popular was, and spe- it was really a special occasion to have J.C. Knowles on. Mm. J.C. just packed him in. And he'd, he'd throw in a little history, but his main topic was antiques, and people would call up more mm-hmm. than how much money they had. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. JC, uh, God bless you, and, and Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you if you're listening this morning, my friend. Uh, he may be chomping down on something at Pam's restaurant right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, 919-860-9783. 919 wptf is there anything in the besides planting that we should be doing in the landscape right now? A lot of it's evaluation. Um, take a look and see if you have some trees that need to maybe be pruned, especially after all the rain and the and the wind damage that you might have had. Um, it's a good time to look for crossed and broken or dead branches. It's uh, a lot easier for these tree companies to come and work on those trees when they are, do not have leaves on them if they're deciduous. Um, if you're thinking about pruning anything, um, make sure that you're pruning it at the right time. You do not want to be pruning off anything that is spring flowering. Now's not the time to do forsythia or azaleas or, or um, gardenias. Just just wait. Uh, the best time is usually right after something blooms. The exception to that are some of the things that we bloom, usually prune in late February, early March, like crepe myrtles or budlia, but they need to go through the winter before you start making cuts on those. Uh, for those of you who have um, turf grass, you can s- probably start seeing some winter weeds coming up. Now's a good time if you're going to, um, you know, deal with some of those. 
Of course, I always recommend hand pulling if at all possible. That's what we try to do at home. You know what I do? I just let them grow. You let them grow. Well, <laughs> I, I have mostly, know, uh, I have, absolutely, because I have so I, I don't have a lot of grass area right now, and so I just you know whatever's green. If it's green and you mow it, it is yeah. your turf, and it right. doesn't need to necessarily. Although be I do love carpet. a beautiful turf. It's, I wish I had the sunlight and and less tree competition that I could have a. Uh, yeah. Bermuda or zoysia lawn. But we found that moss is a beautiful substitute for turf know, in a shady a, area. I have a friend, uh, Barney, who I, I I tried to convince him to yeah. to uh, to look because he has some big trees out there, but he likes likes the grass, so he's going to plant a little every year. Mm-hmm. But uh, the moss can be really really pretty. Moss and is lovely. It's lovely through the winter. It's a bright um, chartreusey uh, color. And you do need to get the leaves off of it if you um, have a moss lawn. They still needs to um, photosynthesize right. through the it winter. Right, it likes a little buttermilk every once in a while too. Well, only if your <laughs> soil is not acidic enough. Ours is ours is pretty acidic. I've tried that. I've tried to grow it. Yeah, uh, it's a little yeah. slow process. Yeah. Well, and Mossy Annie, the lady from uh, Brevard, who's internationally famous for growing moss and selling yeah. it, and also yeah. teaching how to do it, she says just walk on it, walk on the moss, and then walk where you want to take it because the spores will be on your shoes and you uh, are spreading how about it that? by doing how it that, that way. And yeah. don't get caught pouring buttermilk. No. On a good sunny day out there in your yard, somebody, no. you or your neighbors will talk. Well, if you put pour uh, buttermilk and put a can over it, you'll you'll draw fish worms. Uh, well, that's an idea. I sure you. Yeah. That's works. an idea. Is that another one of your childhood businesses? That is a, that really works. <laughs> uh, take a, a, a five gallon bucket, Turn it. pour some buttermilk on the ground, put the bucket over it. Over it. They'll come. Yeah. I one of my. Uh, Uncles Eugene had a country store, and uh, everybody in you know the the community uh, out there in Franklin County came to it, of course. But he also raised worms out back there. He had had this these houses out there, and he raised worms. I mean, it was a big operation. A worm yeah. rancher. Worm rancher is what he <laughs> oh, yeah. was. He didn't know it at the time, but he was a worm. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah. So that's that's going to be a big big business. And but you don't of know whether he was or not. I never asked him that. He smoked a cigar. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, in fact, I, I don't. I don't know if he. He probably went to bed with a cigar in his mouth because I never <laughs> saw like him without then. one. <laughs> <laughs> I had two two Uncle Eugenes. How about that? What are the odds of that? Did you call him something different? I no, no. I no, I loved them both too. They're very different, but they both smoke cigars. Too. How'd you tell them apart? Well, one was real tall, one was stumpy. <laughs> okay. hmm. Portly. How many smoked those Tampa Jewels? No, these were biggins. Oh, he, he got some real cigars. Yeah. yeah. Something to chomp down you, on. You, you can't you can't really call it a cigar if you got that wooden tip on there. I agree. Now what about a Swisher Sweet? Is that uh, a real no, that that that's boy, that's that's when you're bad off. <laughs> you gotta be bad off. A Swisher they smell sweet. good. Yeah. But they taste like every other cigar. Well, no, there, there's, uh, there is a big difference in cigars. I can tell you that. Oh no, they all smell the same uh, to me. For Christmas, uh, my friend James Goodnight came by the other day and brought me a box, and uh, my friend <clears throat> Charlie Gray, who, uh-huh. uh huh, came to the Super Kids, right, 
gave me a box. Yeah. And my wife calls them poison sticks. Mm. Yeah. Are you going out to have a poison stick? <laughs> well, back when good old Jasper was alive, Jasper and I went out and had a poison stick. If only that garage out there could talk. <laughs> It better not. I'll sue it. I'll sue it in a minute. <laughs> it is no telling what's happened out in that garage. So, uh, so we'll we'll get out. Uh, maybe I, I think recreationally and for our health and for everything of our mental health. Though we probably uh, sometimes <laughs> this Christmas season we need to get out and do some good work in the yard. Absolutely. Yeah, well, Pam just, was talking about pruning. Uh, <clears throat> as you, as I mentioned, I think last week. You and Big John have these fancy cars. Occasionally, come by to pick me up, and the of the sasanquas that are totally bloomed. Uh, good time to prune them. Yes, yes, it yeah. is the ones that have already finished up. And, yeah, it hurts uh, me every time I clip one off. I know. I, I think well that that goes a big handful of blooms, but I can't get those fancy cars that. <laughs> They're not they're fancy, Mike they're just big. Mike and John drive out They're not there. fancy, they're just big. <laughs> yeah. through, through they need, the they hedge, need more road the, yeah. than you got out the there. Yeah. <laughs> so i got to keep you that pram so they'll come pick me up. Uh, but, you know, it's funny because um, you were talking about being through. A lot of my Sasanquas are still going strong. I've even got some of the... Um, the tea camellias are still blooming. The sinensis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. You've noticed that yeah, too this the, year. Uh, uh, yeah, last, they went crazy this there year. There were bees on them yesterday. I yes. thought the bees left before well, now. As soon as it gets warm enough, if it gets above about 50, 55 degrees, the bees can fly. And they will come out because yeah. they're looking for something. Well, they something. were there yesterday. Yeah. And I Isn't think today, uh, at least today it might be, be Warm enough for 60. them. 60, yes, yes. Yeah. We should see some of this so afternoon. Have you ever made tea out of any of those things? I have not personally, but I know David Parks teaches this at Camellia Forest Nursery, and he has on his website how to make tea. Yeah, of, well, they got a tea, a tea farm down in Charleston. Yes, yeah. yes. You know, there's zillions of these sinensis plants and down they there. do yeah. drop seedlings i guess you have lots of babies yeah. under your oh. bush too yeah about yes. that i haven't even checked yeah there's there's lots of them now around. you do make it from the leaves right you do you oh, have yeah. to pick the leaves the new growth leaves when they're just very very small they have to be i think less than an inch and they have to be tender and then it's how you process the leaves depends on whether you make a green a white or a brown tea Hmm. And a lot of it has to do with uh, either baking them or letting, bruising them and letting them ferment okay. a little bit. Yeah, well, they are evergreen, so you'd have to really catch it. You would. Yeah. At the right time to get yeah. a small, tender leaf. Yeah. Hey, remember, letters to Santa are going to be read tomorrow between 3 and 4. Listeners can send us their letters until 8 o'clock tonight. Send them to WPTF News at curtismedia.com. We'll be back with more of The Weekend Gardener. 